and we've talked about this before, but if you're in Thailand, you thought, oh, I'll just I'm going to go and get a nice massage. A nice right? massage. Now, yeah, what do you do? Thailand, right? Listen, yeah. go on. And she's massaging your back. Yep. And then she flips you over. Yeah. And just, <laughs> just, just flips what? you over, right? Just flicks me over because you know, I'm only small. She flips you over. Yeah. And then she straddles you, right? right? And then says, I'm not letting you go until, um, well, let me think. I'm not letting you go until I would like to. Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. That's not that's it's, a vocal exercise. That's not yeah, a mouth exercise. It's it's all stuff to get your your uh, mouth moving. <laughs> you just get all these clips. <laughs> right, podcast. Go on, then. go on then. La 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 la. Put it on. Right, it's a drama podcast. April twenty third. No, April twentieth. Come on, we never do the date. Quick, before my olive oil dries up. Right, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian. And we've got a wide open show for you today. Wide open. Wide open Like the wide open spaces and wide the open wide mouth, mouth frog. We've been talking, me and Brian. We've been yes. having, we're, because we want to get more professional, we want to give you the best experience ever. Yeah. We have decided to invest, don't laugh, we have decided to invest in making ourselves better. And one of the ways that we can do that is by pronouncing our words more yes. clearly, isn't it, Brian? Peter Piper picked a piece of pickled pepper. So I was just saying to Brian, because I'm really good at this, I'm very good at um, speaking my words, but you, Brian, tend to talk like that all the time, just mumble like this. Right, three, two, one. Should we start again? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're really working hard just to get our mouth. Uh, Brian, I've what? been to drama school. I went for a couple of months. Could have fooled me. Yeah, I did. And yeah. they told me about these things. This is how you do it. Anyway, if you are new to the show, thank you for being with us. We're the moaning old gits. No, you're new to this show. Thank no, you no to this show. <laughs> <laughs> you're new. If you are new to this show. No, I think I prefer the now to the show, which is more... Um, what's we are Liz and Brian, husband and wife, and we talk about all things fun and jolly with our mouths wide open. We've just got our arms wide open to all new experiences, haven't we, Brian? Yeah, we have. Yes. We like to travel. We like to talk about our family. We like to talk about life in the in the transitional stage, in the middle, yeah, about in moving the fast forward. Lane, eh? Life in the fast lane. That's yeah, us. That's us. Bombing along. <laughs> that's our new tagline. Yeah. Oh, Brian, can I just share something? Before we go on, you remember last week, I'm sorry, if you're new to the show, but last week, what we were talking about is about how we're looking for a tagline, about how we just want something snappy to just tell us, you know, who we are and what we are. Not dull as ditch water. No, not that. We're not dull. Not, we're not dull. And a lovely lady called Talitha. Yeah, well, we've gone off. She sent me, she sent me a little poem and I'm going to read it to you before we start. Okay. So this is who we are, Brian. Are you ready? Yep. What you mean to me, this is the poem that Talitha Vile sent to me. Thank you so much, Talitha. I listen to your podcasts and I smile. I take a moment or a while with Brian's dry humour and wit. I can listen to you and just sit. Liz, you are so clever. 
Well spoken, yes. And Brill, thank you. You are both, oh, you both feed off each other and I listen to you to get my audible bill. Isn't that gorgeous? Yeah, Isn't great. it lovely? Yeah. I want to clap. Well, I should get my uh, Roadcaster Pro, which you're not using. That is really nice. Thank you, Talitha. So, yeah, we've had some lovely emails and I'm going to, we're going to read a couple of those. Well, I'm going to read one special email at the end of the show. So just to give you a clue of what we're talking about today, because we're not really messing about and doing these voice exercises. We've got lots of good things. We're going to be talking about, well, Brian's had a bit of a trouble with his back. And I've had a bit of trouble with my, well, my, what did I have trouble with? Your cock. Oh, yeah. Six. My, <laughs> my cock. Six. six. And uh, we both, we both, because of the open-minded, forward-thinking people that we are. Yeah, but don't, don't, are we going to talk about that first? No. Oh. Yes. Why? Oh. Well, are we talking about that now? No. Well, I'm telling them what's happening in the show. Oh, right. Okay. We're going to talk about natural medicine and how yeah. we treated it. Okay. And, you know, and this might be applicable to you because you might be getting a few aches and pains yourself and you might be interested in knowing, you know, the yeah. things that you can do to help yourself. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be reading another slice of my brilliant, soon-to-be-released book, The Travel Bog Diaries. Close, it is it's getting, getting close, Liz. It is getting close, Brian. I'm sweating. Yeah. And yeah, we're just and I'm just gonna share you this with the, you this beautiful message that I got from a lady in a far flung part of the world that yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. So we've yeah. got we've got lots of exciting stuff. So Right, you know, you've had a bad back, haven't you? It's for for many years, but for the last sort of six weeks, yeah, I've had a bit of a bad back. I think I did we did mention that on the old YouTube channel the other day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and it, it kind of came about the same time, Liz. Why would that be, do you think? What came about the same time? The bad back and my bad back and your bad back. What do you mean, Bri? Oh, you, you've now got a bad back. Oh, hang on a minute. What? Hang on. Hang on. Are we... Oh, no. What are you what? trying to say? No, are you trying to be clever? I'm, I'm not, I'll, I'll how put is my that? Tea, I'll put my yeah, tea down. You, you, no, I, that I wish made we should have videoed my, this because yeah, you just my, stopped halfway I about did. to drink your tea. I did because I don't like that tone. I don't know what are you implying that is this going to lead to, oh, Liz, you're jumping on the bad back, bad back wagon. Is the that what bad, you're saying? Bad, we could do tongue twisters today, couldn't we? What, well, don't, don't. Go on then, Brian. What were you going to say? Well, it's because we fell off the motorbike in Thailand. Oh. That's all it was. It wasn't nothing complicated. Oh, okay, just simple. Bri. I'm not. I'm just a simple folk. Okay, Brian. Sorry, Brian. Yeah. Go on then. Drink me tea then. Go on, carry on. Yeah, well, it, it, it's, it kind of stemmed it. Oh, stemmed it. I like that word. Stemmed yeah. it. What does stemmed it mean? Stemmed back to. Stemmed back to us. that literally in the car park on the first floor in the, the uh, complex that we were staying in in uh, Chiang Mai in Thailand. We had lots of rain and the rain had come into the multi-storey car park and just flooded the polished painted concrete. And we were literally were going like a mile an hour, one, one mile an hour, not even that, just literally looking for a parking space. And the bike just went from underneath us, didn't it? Yeah, you you, you didn't, yeah. you didn't, you pulled the brakes a little bit too hard and it I slipped, did, didn't I actually it? didn't even touch the brakes. My hands went, it just went, because I, I went to turn because we were going to, we were going to go up to the next level because there wasn't a space. Yeah. And literally just turning the wheel, the front wheel just went away and that's what made us fall. So the bike falls over, we crash in the middle of this car park in Thailand. This is where we, we went away for six months. We went traveling for six months last, yeah, a few months back and we went to Thailand for six weeks and we were in Thailand, we hired this bike. We had this crash in this car park. Like Bryce said, absolutely no one else involved. We just looked like yeah. com two complete just, wallies, yeah, to be honest. It was just like, throw yourself on the floor as hard as you can. I hurt my coccyx and you hurt your back, didn't you? Well, we you? both landed on our bums. On our, yeah. I hurt my coccyx, but you were further back on the bike. So the bike landed on my legs, which I think made me land more on my side of my bum than 
flat on my bum like you Can do. I just say something? And don't take this the wrong way, Bri. Yeah. This, I'm, I'm not being, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. Yeah. But I feel as if like every time I say, oh yeah, I fell on my coccyx, you have to say, oh yeah, but I fell on my coccyx no, as well. I didn't, but I, mine was if worse you, than if yours. If you actually listened to what I was saying, it was the other way around. But that's you just being you, <laughs> thinking, oh, he's having a go at that, thinking his coccyx <laughs> is worse than my coccyx. <laughs> I actually said the bike fell on me on my leg. The fairing fell on it, so I landed more on the All side right, of my bum. Then. So yeah, go I'm on. Not so slap bang in the middle. Yeah, you've hurt it really bad. Yes, it's much worse than Liz's. No. and then you came back to New Zealand and what? Anyway, you've got a bad back. That started off because I've always had a bad back too. For, for years, way, I mean, way more with, than you. I was born with a bad back. Uh, before when before I was, I was born, conceived, I had a bad back. I think my dad had a bad back. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, my grandma did have a bad back. But go on, carry on. Yeah, so is your mum. <laughs> go on, carry on. Um, so what, that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's um, my bad back. Uh, the, you know, when we were in Canada, that was probably... Oh my God, Brian. Just, what? I just want to know about your back. Just say, yes, Liz, I've had a bad oh, back. Oh, Liz, I've had a bad back. Right. Yeah. Okay. Next. So, yeah. <laughs> So what's happened with your bad back yeah. is it's been really bad, hasn't it? Yeah, and it's been tightening up and getting worse. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. has been tightening up and yeah. getting worse. Why do you think that is? Because uh, my coccyx is, is, is stemming through to me, sacroiliac joint, sacroiliac joint. Mm. Now, I've always had trouble with that lower left-hand side and it just it just really gets you down. You just I can actually see when I look at myself naked in the mirror oh my god yeah which is not a pretty sight <laughs> that the left hand side actually of my hip goes up higher than my right hand side of my hip sorry go on carry on and then my pelvis twists forward in an unusual way right so anyway we've both got these bad bags mine's yeah. slightly worse than Bry's, but you know, I've, yeah. I've been, I go out of my way every day Liz to just been make, sure, on, yeah. make sure he's comfortable. But anyway, you the haven't. thing, yes, I have. You didn't Bri. when? Ah, oh. when? What? You just said you've been soldiering on to make sure I'm comfortable. Well, excuse me, Bry. I did rub the tiger balm in the other night, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you did the other night. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Bry's gone. We we see this lady in uh, the village where we live in New Zealand. I'm not allowed to call it a village. Actually, it's a little settlement in New Zealand. Yeah. Someone told me off the other day. They some said, oh, it's some not people a call it a town. Some yeah. people call it a settlement. It's and there's a lady who is down there, and she is a natural healer. No, osteopath. No, she's she's a fully registered osteopath, but she's just non-manipulative. Right. So she doesn't crack your bones like chiropractors and some other osteopaths. Yeah. The one I used to go to when we lived in Bath in England. He was the uh, osteopath for the rugby team and he just used to crack every bone in your body. Mm. And he said, well, where is it? And he's just like, we just do the lot anyway, mate. Because mm. that's it. And sometimes you'd come out, you wouldn't be able to, I don't know, you'd be in agony for the week. Yeah. And you've always said to me, you've always said, I don't like that heavy in, you know, going in heavy and crunching the bones and stuff. Yeah. It just, yeah. It just um, puts things out of alignment, I think. We found, uh, her name's Anna. Should I have said her name? I'm allowed to say her name, aren't I? Name, yeah, because yeah. she's she's all I'm going to say is good things about her. She's absolutely wonderful, and she's like I said, she's this. I, I remember you went to her years and years ago, and right, like ever since I've met Brian, this is the truth. Ever since I've met you, you've always had a bad back, always. Yeah. Um, and like you say, wherever we've been in the world, you've always the first thing you do is find someone who can sort your back out. So when we went to Canada, yeah. you found that guy, the one in Bath, the rugby team, and then when we moved here to New Zealand. Um, you found Anna mm -hmm. and someone recommended her to you. And when you came home, you said to me, 
that was the weirdest experience I've ever had in my life. Why was it weird? What does she do? Because, again, she, she doesn't use manipulation in that way. You know, if something's out a little bit, she'll, you know, do like a tiny bit of massage and stuff. But the majority of the time, it's just her ha- putting her hands under your back. Or she'll put her one hand under the back, the other hand on your thigh, and she'll just say, I'm just changing the way the energy flows through here, like, you know, and, and it's just to change it. And then she'll, you'll just hear her go, yep, yep, we've got a bit of movement in there. And I, I haven't really felt anything, like, you know, and she said, how does it feel now? And you think, kind of just feels the same, still sore, like, you know. I said, well, it will be, be sore for two or three days. And, but sometimes that night when you've been to see it, it's like, it's like you've been in a boxing ring sometimes, you know, mm. because the muscles are just changing and moving and it's just it just drains you you know and she'll just say oh there's a lot of heat coming off this area so you know that's that's a good sign because that's what you're doing and so all this stuff and you don't know and she said you know i had a problem with my shoulder and she floated my shoulder she untwisted ribs she's done so many things um i just yeah just blows us away doesn't it it? it does and you know within three visits you go and see her for three times and it kind of kind of like you, you, you're, you're realigned and you're walking properly yeah. again and you can go back to work and I might be all right for a year but you know unless I do some silly twist or something and then bump I'll, I'll go and see her again. Do you know what I think would be a really good job for you to do Bri just changing the subject slightly because I was looking at this the other day and I thought that would be a good job for Bri to do you know those guys that stand on the back of the um of the traffic the bin uh, wagon no not the bin wagon the back of, you know when well, you know oh, on the motorway yeah, yeah, yeah. when they put on like the back of the flatbed truck yeah they put out cones along the road so you don't crash into each other when they're doing work on the motorway mm. and when they finish the work what they do is that well this is in New Zealand I'm not sure about your part of the world but in when when they finish the work they drive at about five miles an hour down the road and there's a couple of guys stood on the back of the truck holding onto the bar with one hand and on the on, with the other hand they're literally swinging like yeah, monkeys hanging, out, aren't they? hanging yeah. out and just lifting the cone and then swinging back and throwing the cones back in the truck, swinging forward, swinging back, Should have swinging forward, this, swinging this is back. Should doing the full motions. Yeah, well, that I was thinking yeah. that'd be a good job for you, that'd wouldn't be it, Brian? What would you do? What would you do, right, Brian? Yeah. If your whole life, like everything, you you just everything, you lost everything, right? Yeah. Everything just like your whole life, like if the whole world was taken over by someone. Yeah. And they said, by right, traffic cones. No, they said, right, Brian. In order for you to keep the life that you have, yeah. You know, otherwise, all your family, everything, just gonna go. Your, yeah. This is your house, your dog, everything, you know, in order for you to keep the life that you've got yeah. and for Liverpool Football Club to keep running and, and yeah. winning occasionally, you have to take this job and you're going to be working that job 50 hours a week. Could you do it, Brian? Yeah. Well, I don't think you could. Uh, why? That's the trouble. That's the trouble, yeah, Brian. I, that's, that's making me feel worried because yeah. what if that did happen? Because I'd just drive the truck and get the other idiot to, right. to get the... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so anyway, yeah, I just thought it was really interesting. And just that whole, I remember telling mum about it and she said, oh no, she doesn't do any, you know, it doesn't, that doesn't work for me. I need proper drugs. I need proper medicine. I need proper this and proper that. Which got me thinking, how does it work, Brian? Because this is the story I wanted to tell you. Yeah. Is this morning, like you say, I have also been suffering from that. I, I, I hit my coccyx and I haven't been complaining because I just thought, oh, well. Loads of people do that, and it, yeah. get, it it in time it gets better. Just leave it. Yeah. Bear in mind, I did this back in October. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Same but you, time you, as you. you you've you've done your back probably a couple of times. Once when you were swimming, didn't you? That's that was quite bad that time, wasn't it? When you were yeah, but I'm talking about the coccyx. So yeah. I have been to her a couple of times, yeah. and she's been absolutely brilliant. She's mm-hmm. sorted my foot out. I can't speak highly enough about the woman. Yeah. But today, this is the story I want to share with you. 
And this is why I this I've said about this podcast being like about expectations and about how things turn out. You don't know how they're going to turn out. You go out of the door in the morning and you think, okay, I'm going down to see Anna. She's going to do something with my coccyx, hopefully. And you come back and you've had a completely different life changing experience. Well, yeah. Actually, Just, it is life changing. I know was. you're frowning at me, but it no, was life changing. At you. Oh, no. I thought you were sort of like questioning why I'm saying life changing. No, just uh, what I was thinking is like exactly like you say the life changing thing within sixty minutes. Yeah, I know? know. So the story is, I went down there, and I've been getting these really bad headaches and sore neck and just like this every time I sit down on the chair I sort of go oh that hurts that coccyx is still bruised but okay I've just got plenty of meat on my bum so I'll just move over to one I can move over to the other cheek so that's fine and to be honest I've just thought the headaches I've put down to just the book you know I'm doing a lot at the moment Tessa's just moved down to Wellington so that's quite it's a big move it's a big um, change in the family and you know what it's like you just you always put things down to something else well I do anyway I'm always like oh it won't be that it will just be that or oh it won't be that it'll just be that and it'll be fine when that's finished I'll be better um so off I went down to see her this morning because Bri very kindly booked me in to see her and I went down to see her and the first thing is I walked in she's just got this beautiful calm room and it's so kiwi there's nothing flash about it there's not it's not like don't be imagining this big white room with big soft curtains and no, beds it's just in, in her house it's isn't it it's in her house yeah. she's just got one of those doctor's beds that you lie on thing you know yeah, upper downy bed yeah, yeah. and she's just the most down to earth woman you can imagine and you walk in and the first thing she says, she asks you what's wrong. And the first thing she says is, right, just stand there and let me look at you. She doesn't even touch you. She doesn't even ask you to take your clothes off. She just says, let me have a look at you. And so you just stand there and you think, well, I'm sorry, you're not going to be looking able to out the wind- You're looking out the window and she's standing behind you. Yeah. Or you, was she looking at you from the front? She was looking at me from the back. I was looking from out the, the window. Yeah. yeah. So there's a window in front of us, isn't it? And she sits behind it at a little desk and she just looks at me and I'm thinking, how can you tell? Because I've got all mm. my clothes on now, you know? So how are you going to tell? And she went... Oh dear. Oh dear, dear, dear. And I said, Oh, what? And she said, You're very twisted. You've, you, are you getting headaches? And I said, Yeah, I am. And she went, Yes, no wonder. You're very twisted. And I'm going to work on your neck. And then I'm going to come down to your, to your spot and down your spine. Yeah. I was thinking, Yes. Because there's nothing worse, is there, Brian? When yeah. you think you're ill and then you go to the doctors and they're nothing like, No, wrong with you, mate. No, there's nothing wrong with you. It's all in Some your head. Some painkillers if you want. <laughs> and take two days off work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I jumped on the bed and. She, oh, oh my God. I just, I love, what is it about when someone just rest, softly touches yeah. you and just makes you feel, she said, oh, here's a pillow. And I lay down on the bed and she said, here's one front of your knees. It was super comfortable. And then she said, okay, I'm just going to put my hand. And she literally, Brian, she put her hand underneath my shoulders. So her fingers were just touching mm-hmm. my neck, just the tips of her fingers. Yeah. Right. And I swear to you I was laying there and all these my muscles just started going pop 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 twinge 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 pop 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 and I thought I'm sorry what are you doing what what magic is in those fingers that you're doing and the other thing is she's talking away to me oh how's Sunny and how's Tess and oh yeah what have you been doing how's your book writing going and again in my mind I'm thinking how can she concentrate and talk to me at the same time and yet in my body all I could feel was move twitch heat alignment it just felt like something is happening in there anyway so I was there for about 15 20 minutes and she says and she touches you and then she goes okay that's that's that untwisted that's that fine let's move down a little bit 
honestly, it's just mind blowing, isn't it? it it's is. just it's absolutely mind blowing. Yep. Anyway, she's, uh, she moves down my back and she said, Oh, how have you been with, Brian tells me that Tessa's moved out. And I said, yeah, yeah, she'd moved down to Wellington. And she said, how's that been for you? Bearing in mind, she's an osteopath. Yeah. And I said, oh, and I thought, oh, I'm just going to tell the truth. And I said, oh, it's been awful. I said, I can't, I said, said it was like, it's been like grief, to be honest. It's just Mm -hmm. been for 18 years, you're this mother and now she's not here. Mm. And you, you feel this sense of loss. And she said, and then she just started talking to me in this really soft tone. And she's like, what you're experiencing is very real. And it's coming at a time in your life that, you know, when everything is changing for you hormonally and, oh, right. It was just, I I had to stop myself from crying. You know, when someone yeah. says something to you and it really hits a nerve and you're like, oh, just thank you so much. And at the same time, I could feel my body just, like I say, relaxing. And then this was the magical part, right? Because then I thought, all right, I've been talking about myself too much now and I don't want to lay on the bed and start crying. So I'll change the subject. So I said, oh, how's your husband? And she said, oh, he's fine. I said, is he still working from home? And she went, yep. I said, oh, does he get out much? You know, does he have many friends? And she said, yeah, yeah. She said, he's got a lot of friends. She said he was brought up here. He's got lots of friends that he knows in the village. And I said, oh, she said, why did, you know, why do you ask? And I said, oh, I was just thinking of Brian. And, you know, the other day when you said to me, oh, it can get quite lonely working when, with this book thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you, you happened to mention that. Yeah, but I didn't mean it in that way. But in, uh, yes, lonely as in it, the house feels lonely because you don't feel like you're in here. Yeah. You, you, you were talking to me and you said, yeah. because I'm off doing my book, we're not like yeah. working as a team as such anymore at the moment because, yeah. and you feel lonely. So this stuck in my mind. And of course I took this to mean that Brian is- Needs some mates. Yeah, needs some friends and he's desperately lonely and sits crying in his- in his soup every day. Yeah, in his garage. And she said, why do you ask? And I said, oh, it's just that Brian works from home. And, you know, I'm worried sometimes that he gets lonely, that he he needs some friends. And she said, Liz, I said, yeah. And she said, can you just go back to focusing on yourself? She said, because when you started talking about Brian, get this, Brian, you just remember this. She said, when you started talking about Brian, (laughs) no, it's not funny. Why am I laughing? I don't know why I'm laughing. It's not funny. No, it's a serious part. No, because what I'm going to say next is going to make you think that I'm not a very nice person, but she said, when you started talking about Brian, your your body started to twist and contort. <laughs> Get twisted. <laughs> what? What did she say? Twisted. Yeah, she did. She said, how, let's just get back to you, shall we, Liz? Let's just how, talk how about you. did you say you. it again? Ooh, like this. And she said, she said, oh, she, just, she said, I think you're at a stage in your life, listen to this, because it's important. I think you're at a stage in your life where you, you've been giving so much mm-hmm. that it's time to just, just, just concentrate on yourself for a little bit, she said. Yeah. And let's just get you and this body in alignment and let's just get the flow going. Oh, Bri, honestly, I was that, I was that close to crying. You know, it yeah. just feels like, and I'm not saying that because, oh yeah, you make me twisted. I don't mean that. No, I know, but you don't realise all these little things that you take on and you think, oh no. And it's, it's, it's a choice that we do, isn't it? Like, mm. you know, we, we choose to do these things and feel f- to want to help and be there and everything else. And, and it just adds pressure onto you and you're under enough pressure as it is with what you're doing. And you take everything a little bit too to heart. You just I do. do, yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, this is what I never knew. And this is what she said to me, because she's sitting there with her hands under my spine at the time when I'm talking. Mm-hmm. And that's when she said, oh, hang on a minute. Don't, don't, let's just get back to you because your body's becoming twisted again. And mm-hmm. the energy isn't flowing through your body. You don't realise, do you? Like even now, me and you having this conversation, yeah. 
what's going on in your little body, you know? Yeah. All the things, all well, the movements, it's, it's, the muscles, yeah. the tension, the... Even the way you're holding your feet or you might yeah. be you're pushing out or you're holding your hands together. And it's just... And that's what I find when I go there is you're you're actually there and you're laying there and then all of a sudden just one muscle like it's normally like around my hip or something like that it you'll just my foot will be like upright and it'll just twist slightly to the left like mm -hmm. the whole leg will just twist and let go and it's like oh that's yeah. what it is just one little thing yeah and you don't realize how much tension you're holding in these particular things yeah. especially if you're compensating like you know which you have been which makes it worse so if you are out there and you're one of these people that are just think, oh, that's just baloney, that doesn't work, you know, honestly, just give it a try because we're not like super ooh, natural, hippie, everything's got to be weird and, you know. No, but it's not, it's not weird it what she does. Right. But it, it, yeah, but it's, it is she because knows how what does she, she do it? it <clears throat> excuse me, I imagine it's just pressure points. And no, it's not pressure. I thought that. There's no pressure coming from her hands. No, as in that's why she's holding in, in that particular place. Her hands literally go. So you're the she's backs, got magic hands. The backs of her hands are touching your back, and she, her hands are just on the flat of the, the 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 bed, isn't it? Yeah. And she just literally puts both hands underneath, um, or one, you know. But she honestly, the other day, she was grabbing hold of, not grabbing hold, but um. You, you know, imagine like your ribs are like letter C's and so she'd have one end of the C with, with her fingers and then underneath with her other hand and she was moving each individual rib. Well, saying, that sounds painful though. Saying that your ribs are... What, uh, rough? Oh no, not overly rough, Just you, but it's just, feel, you just feel things moving a lot, you know? Well, maybe she and does it just, different to you than she does it to well, me because when I go... the first time she's ever done that. Yeah, I was going to say when I go, it's very, very, it's, you can't even feel a hand. Yeah, but when you think if you've fallen off a bike or something, you might well have just twisted a rib, and, mm. you know, you think, well, I'd untwist a rib and that's what she was doing, like, you know? Anyway, so that's that then and um, don't, be, don't be getting me twisted, Brian. I don't want you no. getting me twisted there anymore. I'm sick of it. Yeah. Twist, twisting my melon, man. <laughs> 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 right anyway anyway well I, would, I just said anyway we're finishing that thing but i wanted to ask you before what? we went how, how long have we got how long have we been going because yeah, i want to talk I about my know, book 20 minutes or okay something like that. let me just ask you this what? what's the worst massage like manipulation thing you've ever had in your life because you've been to lots what's the worst experience it doesn't have to be the roughest just the weirdest or just like this the worst i think experience. it was the the I'd, I'd gone over to Gisborne and um, that that was actually the worst one. Uh, he's a guy who just... He, don't name his name. No, I'm not going to name his name. That, you just did. Dave his name. Yeah. Dave. Is it just Dave? Dave. <laughs> you idiot. I'm not going to Dave his name. Rubbish, aren't we? Oh, hopeless. Oh, yeah. Anyway, on, he lives on the, Dave do he, he lives on the beach, <laughs> and uh, we, we'd gone over uh, camping in Gisborne, and um, I just have a real sort of stiff neck and bad back and everything, like you know. And um, your sister said, "Go and see this guy. He's really good. Like you know, you just all you have to do is pay what you want." Oh, that's and dodgy. Like, that's mm, dodgy. Okay, so anyway, you're uh, not exactly going to go in with a dollar, are you? No, and that's what you want to do. No. So I go over and see Dave. <laughs> Who doesn't live on a beach in Gisborne. Who doesn't live on a beach in Gisborne. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you, you go in and it's just like, okay, you, you, you've got to get down into your undies. And you're like, okay, 
all right, I'm down to me undies then. And then he just starts doing all these real serious, you know, laying on you, crunching you, going through, get you on the, the back of your, your neck and then crunching every bone in your neck. Is he a big guy? No, not particularly, but it's just, you know. Old, just, young, they, what? Hold your neck. I need oh, some details. He was older than me, put it that way. What colour hair has he got? Right. Who's Dave Gisborne Beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you better describe Surfer. him. Yeah. <laughs> so was he old or young? Younger than he you? Was old, he was about uh, probably five, five or six years older Heavy than me. Heavy or light? No, or? quite quite sort of um, surfery build, you know. Um, Life. Yeah, just, mm. yeah. And just why didn't quite. you like it? Um, because he was just crunching absolutely everything. And, and, and I'd... Anna used to say, don't go and see these people, like, you know, because, mm. and I was just thinking he was going to be more of a holistic guy, like, you know, but he wasn't. He was just a full blown bone cracker. And, you know, he's trying to crunch your, your, your back and this, and, and he was going into my neck. And I walked out thinking, oh, God, I don't feel too good, like, you know, don't feel great. Went back to the campsite. I was just starting to prepare dinner. And put my head down, and my neck just locked in one place, and I couldn't, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't even move. I had to move my whole body to turn around, and it was just like, oh my god, what have I done? Sorry, <laughs> it just went, oh my god, and it was horrendous. It was, oh, really? it was horrible. Yeah. What did you do? I, I, I didn't go back and see it. When I got back, about well, how did four you get your neck out the lock? Oh, I was Sienna. Oh, right, when you got back. When I got back, I went to Sienna. So it wasn't uh, like she, actually she, locked where you couldn't move your head? Honestly, it wasn't far off it, Liz, where it was just like, I remember crunch, that. And it was just like, oh. And it was just like, you know, you, you're driving and you, you, you can't see to the right. Yeah. You've got a twist in your Oh, I hate that. Just like How much did you pay him? $25 or something oh, like that. Oh, what a ripoff. Yeah. Why did you pay him that much? I don't know, because I don't look in the box till the end of the week, I bet. As soon oh, as you walk out the door, right. mate, you're going straight yeah, to that box. Of course. I don't look in the box. Was he there when you put the money in? Yeah. Oh, was he? You should have just No, said- no, he kind of like walks out to the side a little bit and there's the little box over there, you know. Mm. And I'm not being funny. It was just... Yeah, it yeah. wasn't worth it though, was it? By no, $25 honestly, it to have your neck cricked. No. No. And it's just, just, yeah, just wrecked everything really. And no. then I, Anna just said, please don't ever go and see that again. No. If you ever go travelling, call me. And I will tell you someone who does similar things to me. Is that what she said? Yep. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yep. That's fantastic. Do you want to, to seeing see, though you asked, shall I share my story of my worst? Yeah, what's your worst, Liz? <laughs> hey, Liz, what's your worst back experience? Well, it was much it was. worse than yours, let was me tell it? you. No, actually, mine was just a more of a, a bit weird and more of a, like I wasn't expecting it. So a couple of years ago, it was, yeah, it was about two years ago. And in fact, it was my 50th, that was it. For my 50th, Sunny presented me on my birthday with a massage va- uh, yep. voucher and it said you are treated to one hour of massage and I just thought oh bliss and I was like thank you so much Ben that's so kind because it's something you never well something that I would never go out yep. and buy for myself you should but I don't anyway so I put it off for a couple of weeks and then I thought there was this one time and I thought oh do you know what this week um, this, this Friday I'm gonna arranged to see my mum for lunch afterwards mm. and in the morning I'm going to just call up. It just said, I can't remember what the name of the place was, something just like, I don't know, something true massage or something. It's not called that, but something like that. Anyway, so Is I phoned... Dave massage? Yeah, so I phoned up. <laughs> I phoned up and um, this voice answered. Couldn't speak very good English. And he said, huh? How did he say? <laughs> it's not he very French? good English. Bonjour, hello. <laughs> um, couldn't speak very good English. And I thought, well, that's okay. Maybe they've just got someone who can't speak very good English. Anyway, went booked the time. I said, can I come in at 10 o'clock? And he said, um, yep, okay, 10, like this. And I thought, oh. got down to the massage thing and I walked in and there's this guy yeah. and 
He's about six foot tall. Yeah. And built like a brick shithouse, basically. He was huge, Brian. Right. I'm not joking. Huge. Got short, got, he, he said, he said, welcome. And um, I said, oh, you know, this, uh, welcome. Like, oh, thank you. I thought he was going to say, right, I'll show you to your lady. Yeah. You know, I just, or there, are, there was no one else in the building. There was just, I walked in, he was behind the desk. He yeah. stood up, said hello. Um, and then it was Chinese. And he, t- and I know he was Chinese because he told me afterwards that he was just, he'd only come over from China, like literally six months ago. So then in my mind, I thought, okay, there was no one else in the building. He said, I'll show you into the room. And it wasn't a room. It was like one of those doctor's things with a curtain around. Oh, right. So there was like three of these things with a curtain around each yeah. one. So if there had been someone next to you, you could have easily, it was just a curtain between right. Anyway, I got chatting to him. He said, he was a really lovely guy. And he, like I say, he said, oh, I'll come over from China. Um, I specialize in Chinese massage. And I, he said, have you ever had a Chinese massage before? And I said, no, I haven't. No, I won't be having one today neither. <laughs> no, I said, no, I haven't. And still in my mind, I thought, oh, Chinese massage. I didn't know anything about Chinese massage. And mm. I thought, oh, it's going to just be nice and relaxing. Uh, it did make me feel, I won't lie, it made me feel a bit funny thinking a man is going to be massaging me. And I don't know why. Maybe that's just because I'm just a bit old fashioned. I don't know. But I just thought, I don't know. It just felt a bit, oh, okay. If there was been like a girl on the reception or another person by in reception or even anyone else in yeah. there. But it was just me and this guy in this room. And he said, was saying, I'm going to give you a Chinese massage. So I thought, oh, come on, Liz, just be brave. Just be, don't be silly. Just be an old fashioned now. Just, just go with the mm. flow. Anyway, so he said, I'll just step outside. And he said, just take your bra off. Um, and wear this, uh, no, actually, no, he said, wear, he said, put this towel, go down to your knickers, yeah. take your bra off, lay on your stomach and put this towel across your back. Right. Yep. So are you with me? So I'm laying yep. now. I thought, oh no, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about this, but it must be okay. Cause Sonny bought it me and it's only a new Plymouth. So you're not mm. going to get any weirdos in the new Plymouth. <clears throat> so I lay down on, took my clothes off, lay on my knickers on the bed. And I just thought, oh. I don't know. It was just, I can't tell you how uncomfortable I it felt. It was a vulnerable position, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And it was, but but in my mind, all I was telling myself is stop being so old fashioned. Mm. Everyone must do this. This is what people do. You know, I just thought, oh, because I don't go for massages, I don't know what the procedure is. Yeah. So here I am laying on this bed and then he walks and he's, first of all, I just want you to be clear. He was a lovely, he is a lovely guy, right? Yeah. He's a really lovely guy. And he starts and he said, oh, okay, you ready? Put your, hang your arms down to the side then. So now I'm laying on the bed. Oh, it had that little face thing in the it's front. It's got the hole in the Yeah, in the, the hole in the end. face yeah. thing. So I yeah. had my face. That was, that was really uncomfortable. But I, actually it wasn't. It was quite comfortable. But I put my face in, my arms dangling down, laying on my back. And he just set to work. And the first thing he did was put, did something in my spine um, that, Set, clicked. He just went. Do, 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 oh, it goes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It like goes down and cracks your, oh, cracks each individual vertebrae. That was lovely <clears throat> because it sounds like it would hurt, but it didn't. No. And Bry, it's such a shame. I'll, 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 I won't go on about the story. He, it was a hard, painful, firm. Actually, it wasn't painful. I don't know why I'm saying that. It wasn't painful. It was really, really hard, firm massage. Yeah. Like literally all his weight pushing down on my shoulder blades, making everything click. I know you're cringing. I can see you literally cringing there because that is your idea of hell, but it actually mm. felt really nice. Mm. It just felt different. It wasn't a massage like, la, 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 la. It's 
that nice? Yeah. It was just Lots like, of boils. boom, 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 yeah. you know, just... And well, then like he a, went, a Thai massage type thing as well. Yeah, yeah I don't know yeah. because I've never had it. I've never, this is the first time I've ever had a full body massage mm. before in my life. And then he goes down to my bum. He takes the towel off. I've kept my knickers on, but he's just like banging on my bum cheeks and just like boop, 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 pummeling it. Yeah. Really, really pummeling all the way down my legs. Now, the feeling, it, like the physical feeling was bliss. Yeah. It was just like every little bit of strain and tension being just whisked away out of my mm. body and he did my he pulled my toes he was cracking my feet he was pulling my ankles it was just like mm, mm. <laughs> just like, i just felt like a just little, everything's now broken yeah. <laughs> i just felt like a little jelly bean yeah. laying there but when this is the thing and i'm going to say to you i was so concerned about thinking that he was going to attack me and murder me that I couldn't enjoy that massage oh, properly, Brian. I know. And how annoying is that? Because that massage cost yeah. $100. And instead how did, you, of, how did you flip over to the front? No, I, you di- I didn't. You don't? You don't flip over to the front. Oh, right. It was all a it's massage. It's all the back. It's all a back massage. Now, if he'd have told me that, yeah. he should have just said, but his English wasn't great, but he should have just said, you don't turn over, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to think, did I turn over and did he go? Actually, I think I went out and he put. He said, put your bra on. And then he covered me up with the towel. And actually, he did do that. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, he did normally, do that. normally do your front as well, because like, he wanted to do the front of your legs yeah, and stuff. Yeah, he did. Like, yeah. yeah, you're right. He said, I'm going to go out of the room, put your bra, bra back on mm. and put the towel back over your top. That's what he did, yeah. This is two years ago now. My memory's not that great. And he did the front. Right. But... So the reason I'm saying it was like the worst massage and the best massage. The best massage because it was I've never slept so well in yeah. all. Do you remember that night when I? Well, said you to didn't you, come home for two days. <laughs> <laughs> but the worst massage because of the stories I was telling myself in my head yeah. that this is weird. He's going to come on to me. He's going to attack me. He's going to smuggle me out and take me back to China with him to yeah. be his grandma. But that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, you know it, that's where if you're working with coming from an Eastern society, which probably is perfectly acceptable, and then coming into a Western society, it's like you need either a female in here as well or you need, I don't know, something a little bit different where you've got someone else you See, know that's That's why it's not fair the... for men because you would never, ever have that feeling, would you? All right, right, tell me this. Tell me, tell, tell me this, right, well, right? Then. What would you do if you were in Thailand, right? Yeah. And you went, and we've talked about this before, but if you were in Thailand, you thought, oh, I'll just I'm going to go and get a nice massage. A nice right? massage. Now, yeah, what would you do? Thailand, right? Listen, yeah. right? Go on. And she's massaging your back. Yep. And then she flips you over. Yeah. And just, <laughs> just, just flips you over, right? She flicks me over because I'm only small. She flips you over. Yeah. And then she straddles you, right? Right. And then says, I'm not letting you go until... Um, well, let me think. I'm not letting you go until I would like to suck your toes or something like that. It's just something completely weird. The dogs are out of the house. I'm just trying to think of something that would make you feel really uncomfortable. Would you, what, how would you react to that? It, you have to say, well, how much? <laughs> My friend Simon said it's called the happy finish. <laughs> I just, you know, I don't know. 
I don't know if other people have those feelings <laughs> when they go for a massage. And these people are doing it for a job. It's their living. That's their profession. Well, I, I so why am I led there thinking that? If you go to a, a reputable massage Well, he was parlor, reputable, my well, one. It is. So why would you th- feel threatened? I don't know. You, you tell do. me. Yeah. I know I shouldn't. It's different if I you do. go into one up the back street and they say, oh, we do massage, by the way. I'm sure you do. I'm, I was really, really, and I tell hand on heart now, I was really disappointed with myself. Because yeah. I, I was, I, I don't want to be one of those people that be like, you know, oh, everyone's, I, I'm too scared to do anything because I'm scared that I need a woman in here to, I, yeah. I, it's just, he was a masseur, but it was so alien to me. Yes. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Anyway, you, yeah. oh, you did answer the question. You said how much? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. We're going to leave this section now. Yeah. But prostitution is legal in New Zealand. So you never know where you're going to go, I suppose, if you look at it like that. What's that got to do with it? Well, because like if you're playing, paying for stuff, playing, playing pl- what, playing, <laughs> playing, playing with, what, with what for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I want to move on now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe go for the two hundred dollar massage next time. <laughs> right. So we're going to be talking now about my book and just a little bit. First of all, I want to promise you something. Last week I said to you, next week I'm going to be talking about my book cover. And me and Brian have actually recorded that podcast episode. It's yes. a behind the scenes, full length episode, just talking about the book cover, what the book cover is, how I feel about the book cover, Brian's input in that. And it is a cracker of an episode. It's absolutely brilliant, but I'm not releasing it until t- next closer week. Closer to the time. Yeah, until closer yeah. to the time. So maybe next week or, or the week after, but just look out for that one because it is an absolutely brilliant episode. But for now, I just wanted to talk about where we are with the book and just just to give you a little bit of insight because you have so, so kindly supported me and just emailed and said, you know, can't wait to read the book, Liz, can't wait to hear the audio version of the book. So... The book is currently being proofread by my editor. And she's taking her time, isn't she? She is. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, I thought when you gave a, a manuscript to an editor to proofread it, I thought it'd only take about two days. Well, it probably did, but it took you so long to get to that, back to that point to give it a back that yeah. I suppose the other books that she's dealing, working on, she's got to take precedence don't they so what happened was she edited all my book which i've talked about on previous podcasts you can go back and listen to gosh is this too graphic that's a good podcast episode that you could listen to but she edited all my book and then gave it back to me and then i had to do like you know okay the edits and do whatever i had to do with it and like bryce said doing that took me uh, it's got it it took me over a month didn't it it did took, took about it took five, me ages. five six weeks and yeah. I think that's what's put her behind now. And I've lost my place in the queue. And so when I contacted her and said, you know, how long is it going to, I'm waiting, like, you know, where is it so I can get it all published? And she said, oh, it's going to be another two weeks. And that was last week. Mm. So that's what's happening with the book. It's being proofread. Do you know what, Bri? What? I know I've been doing the book cover and things like that, but it's been actually, it's actually been a relief, you know? Yeah, but it has, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah because you haven't had to think about it because you kept thinking, you're almost like you don't want to reach out to and say, where's my book? Because you're enjoying the time away from yeah, the book. Yeah. I know the book cover and stuff, which we, we'd like to say we're going to talk about that in another show. That's taken a lot of energy, but that's kind of like almost done now, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. It is just waiting for this back. And we're just trying to set up a, a studio at home to do your audio book. Mm. So we can, because um, it's got to meet certain criteria to go on to Audible and stuff like that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. 
And and I think that just before we I, I ju- jump in and read you this introduction, a slice of the introduction of the book, I just wanted to say as well, talking about expectations and things not turning out how you thought they would be. Two and a half years ago now, that is, it's almost two and a half years ago, January 2021, when I said I'm going to write this this book, I'm going to start writing this book. I had no idea what to expect. I had no idea the things that were going to come out of that this experience of writing this book. Yeah. And yeah, it's just one of those massive things that happened was I gained a following in my email newsletter. And it was a really funny thing because when I said, I'm going to write this book, I had about, I don't know, five, 400 people on my newsletter. And that is a, a huge number. To me, yeah. that is a huge number because if you put 400 people in a room and said, hello, you know, it's a lot of people. Oh, it is, yeah. So I announced to these 400 people on the newsletter that I was going to be writing this book and, and they were just so supportive. And then as the two years, two and a half years has gone on, I've been adding people into that newsletter yeah. and writing an email to them every single week, telling them what it's been like. And yeah, I just wanted to share that because without those people on that newsletter and without these podcast listeners mm-hmm. as well, being able to talk about it on the podcast, it's just, I don't think, I don't know if I would have done it. I don't know if I would have You might have given up, you mean, it. because yeah. you're not, you don't feel um, not beholden to them, but um, what's the word? It's a bit like that. Accountable. It? Accountable. To yeah. Them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because, how, <clears throat> excuse me, how many people have you got on that list now? On the list now, in in that in that two and a half year period, it's grown. Oh, it hasn't grown loads, by it's oh, well, right. it has. It's grown to it's grown to two two thousand four hundred, and out of those, like some of those people are on the New Zealand newsletter, and yeah. but the people within my book, the people I hold closest to my heart. That's oh, what you mean. And yeah. this seems like a really weird thing to say. There's sixteen hundred of them now, one thousand five hundred eighty. And to me, like I say, I know people who have got 10,000, 100,000 people on their email newsletter. I've got 1,500 and those 1,500, I just, I just cherish it. I love them. I just cherish yeah. them. You get a great open rate is what you're I saying. Just, with yeah. All those and I just think yep. that was one of the big things that's come out of this book learning, book writing thing is just building that beautiful little tribe of people mm. of just, just. Oh yeah, I, I I don't really know what I'm trying to say, but I just I just wanted to say that because I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to those people well, that joined up, that joined up, yeah, yeah, and that listen to this podcast and support us, and yeah. it just blows me away, to be honest. But the thing is, is there's two things that the the people that have have joined up to them, they get so much value out of what you give them, Liz. You know, it's it's for free as well. You know, you you give them this amazing newsletter. And it is like a little mini story of what's going on in your life mm. at the time. You know, I, I get the I get the newsletter and read it, and it's they're fantastic. They're amazing. Mm. What so, was my last newsletter about? Them, I haven't got a clue. No. <laughs> Sometimes I trick him. I'm like, yeah. "Did you read this this week's newsletter?" And he lies. He goes, "Yeah, yeah." Oh, go on then. Tell me what it's about. It's like, oh, um, well, oh. I. Ooh. Oh, my short term memory <laughs> is just gone a bit funny. Yeah. Right. So let's jump in. Oh, before I do that though, if you haven't signed up to my front row newsletter and you're not one of those 1500 people, um, please do so. I would love you to be part of that of that front row newsletter. So I can just send you some emails and video a video of me reading the introduction, sitting on the toilet, which is, that, that's enough to make anyone 
sign up, isn't it, Brian? It, it I mean, is. Why how can you turn you? an offer like yeah, that down? You can't. No. So that is to get that email newsletter, which is absolutely free. It's www.itsdrama.com slash front row. So itsdrama.com slash front row. And then you'll be on that newsletter. So without any further ado, let's jump in and I will read you the next part of the introduction. And now, introducing Liz's book that's going to be absolutely brilliant. Take it away, Liz. How You Came to Be Holding a Book Written by Me. Crikey. It was never my intention to write a book. I fell into it, tripped, wobbled and tumbled in true hot, messy fashion. Before we left for our year away, I started a blog. We needed money, I had a second-hand laptop, and we were about to travel the world. So why not build a business around travel? Become a travel blogger, earn on the go. Easy peasy. In my mind, I was going to be famous. Make my millions by writing for fancy travel magazines and big-page newspapers. But things didn't quite go to plan. Finding an internet cafe and reporting on why you should buy a suitcase with wheels was boring. I was far happier taking myself off to a quiet toilet and scribbling down the toe-curling things that happened to my family and me on a daily basis. Cringy things. Embarrassing things. The kind of things that normal people keep to themselves. Like what it's like when you piss your pants two minutes before boarding a train in Sri Lanka. The year we backpacked the world as a family was the best of our lives. Well, it certainly was mine. I can't speak for the kids. When we returned home from our trip, they took to their room and haven't emerged since. They're still in there, three years later banging their head against the wall and muttering. Our year away, it was divine. It's, I think, are you, do you ever feel like you're giving too much away? Because it's, like, it's such a good story that you just think you don't want to be giving this away. No, I don't, because that isn't that what you're, isn't that the best part of it? Because if you like it, then you'll yeah, have to go and buy it's it. Yeah, I suppose it's the introduction, isn't it? But it's, and it's set in the scene of, of, of going. There's 17 more chapters after that. I know, right? I suppose so, so yeah, that's, yeah. That's it. But it's just like, I, when, you, when you listen to it, you just don't want it to stop. You just want it to keep going, like, you yeah. know, and it's just like. I think I'll maybe just put them all together and then I can have them. Yeah. Well, in, you're going to hear go. them when we do the audio book, right? Yeah, you're going to be, be absolutely sick and sick to tide of that book, aren't you? Yeah, it's going to be hard going. I well, suppose. it's going to be brilliant, isn't it, Brian? It's going to be amazing. It's going to be really positive. Yes. Hey? Yes. Well, you just made it, mate. <laughs> you, you brought me back down. Yeah, well, I, was, I, was I was tricking you, Brian, yeah, to know, see how you'd react. Yeah, well, I'm always going to react that way. Yeah. A few mind games. That's what we have to have. That's and, it. That's silly bit of mind games. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed that snippet of the introduction. Like I say, it's um, it's soon to be released. I reckon it's going to be released in about a month. I'm hoping around the fifteenth of May, but I don't want to put 15th a, or well, 17th, yeah, I don't like want to put a date on it, but around. Well, about I think that time. we shared about that. It's going to be around that time. Well, yeah. I will put a date on it as soon as I That's receive pre purchase. Even no, yeah. I'm not doing pre purchase. Oh, no. Do you know why I'm not doing pre purchase? I don't know why aren't you doing pre purchase? Because someone told me. I can't remember who it was now. Some man on the internet where I was reading about. And he told me that when you do pre-purchase, it's something about the algorithm on Amazon. It, it, I don't know. There was just something that made me think, oh, no, I'm not going to bother. Um, and the other thing as well, mm. do you ever go to pre-purchase and buy it? I never do that. If it's not there ready no. for me to buy, I don't buy it. No, it's, it, it's true because 
the thing is, is I don't think there's ever a book that I've thought, oh, I need to buy that book. I, I can remember reading a trilogy by Ken Follett and thinking, but in, in the introduction, it said, this is going to take me five years to write. But it, it just, I don't know, it took me five years oh, to that read. that makes it. me feel so much better. No, it, yeah. Because like, mine do, do took it, two yeah, and a half years. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's But I never thought I'll order it now. I oh, never didn't thought, you? I never, no. Well, you're not a true fan, are you? I'm going to write but up I, to Ken I, and tell I him. I did. I read them all. I, I, I bought them all. We bought actually probably two or three copies of them because we lost them because we were taking them away with us and oh, never okay. finished them. So all anyway, right. yeah, he had his fur deal. Yeah. So before we say goodbye, I just wanted to give a shout out to this part of the show is called Listener Love. Hang on, let me get my computer down because I had it written down on my computer. And I just wanted to give, I had it. I say this every week. And mm-hmm. again, it goes back to that old mindset of I think my generation can't get their head around the fact that this actually happens in the world that you can put a podcast out and people from North Pole you know China the village everywhere Gisborne Dave in Gisborne he's listening he's a regular all right Dave didn't mean it yeah and that they get this your content it blows my mind, I, I Brian. It, it blows me away as well. It really, really does. Like you say, you listen to someone who's in Albania. Yeah. You know, because I don't know. Our, our podcast ranks in Albania. How uh, how on earth does that happen? But why would it not, Brian? I don't You're know. You're living in Albania. Imagine that. Yeah. Putting on your tel- putting on your computer and oh look, it's too interesting, yeah. folks. Who is it that's li- listening in Albania? Talking about having their toes sucked. This is interesting. <laughs> why wouldn't you listen? <laughs> I want to know in Albania. Please, if you're in Albania, Brian, it is a drama. Anyway, listen, this is from Eugenia. Eugenia, I think that's how you pronounce it. And she says, she sent me an email and it said this. I am Russian. English is my second language, but I adore it and I prefer listening to things in English. And she goes on to talk about the book. She says, I often struggle choosing a modern book. I'm not keen on thrillers or detective stories and psychology books, although they are interesting, tend to be depressive and dull. Something positive and light with a piece of humour is needed. And listening to you read your extracts from your book, I feel like I'm sitting with my best friend and a glass of wine, listening to her experiences and feelings about the world, which is always pleasant. The atmosphere is relaxing, the language is pretty clear and the viewpoint is close to mine. I cannot wait to read your book. Thank you so much. And then do you know what she said? She said, P.S. Attached is a photo of me and my friends in, let me pronounce this right, Vladivostok. Vladivostok. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm on the right wearing a blue dress. and Vlad- then Vlad- yeah, Vladivostok. Yeah, I think I pronounced it right. And she said... Um, I am an ordinary person working hard to assimilate myself to modern world, looking for activity I can be useful and successful in, having the same thoughts as you. Thanks for keeping me motivated. I am a mum of a 20 and a 14 year old son. Oh, thank you so much, Eugenia. That's amazing. That is beautiful. And I just, yeah, in her photo, she just looks so lovely and she's just there with her friends and she's in Russia and it's just like, just. Oh, you know. I know. You just can't believe it, can you? No, you can't, especially with everything that's going on at the moment as well. And you just think, you're just just a lady just out there, just, you know, just relating. Just a mum and just trying to do your best and just sitting, listening to our little podcast. And it just, it, it just brings a tear to my eye. It really does. It's just... I love the internet for that. I absolutely yeah. love it. It's just that it can connect people. Connects people together. And that's that's the beauty of it. It's just like, you know, you wish you could just put every 
every bloody government problems aside and just be live as people together yeah. in this world that we all live in just treat each other like human beings yeah, like, you know? and that's kind. what you want to be isn't it like you know mm. and it's just apart yeah. from dave and gisborne dave i'm just gonna <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go over there one night dave and just do what you did to me mate <laughs> okay thank you so much for listening don't forget that if you would like a shout out and listen to love or if you just want to say hi yeah. i answer every single one of my emails i am honored that you would think to email me and i appreciate you very much you can find us at liz at it's a drama.com or brian at it's a drama.com thank you so much for being who you are for being here for us and for making us get together each week and just having a good old laugh so keep yeah. smiling and i'll speak to you next week yeah, so Kia Kaha, stay strong, and Kia U, stay true, and that's true to yourself. And we'll see you next time without the towel. <laughs> <laughs> see you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have loved having you. Don't forget, if you would like that exclusive unreleased video of me reading to you the very first chapter of my yet to be released book, this is top secret, it's very exclusive, and it's just for my subscribers. You can sign up to my front row newsletter by going to www.itsadrama.com slash front row. Sign up for that. I will send you the video. You are going to laugh your head off. You're going to love it. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye.